Hi, thanks for joining LTC NAC Chat, a podcast brought to you by the American Association of Nurse Assessment Coordination, ANAC. I'm Jesse McGill, Curriculum Development Nurse with ANAC, and your host today. We are continuing our 2018 REI update series, and we'll be reviewing the updates in section GG. 21. There are 21 items being added to section GG effective October 1, 2018. On top of these 21 new items, we also saw several clarifications to the existing GG items. Now let's talk about GG for just a moment. Section GG is the Functional Abilities and Goals section. This section was added to the MDS back in 2016 to meet the requirements of the Impact Act and the SNF Quality Reporting Program. Essentially, all post-acute care providers will report on data to establish data that is comparable and able to be exchanged across the different post-acute care settings. A lot of the new items we are seeing added to the MDS this October are because they are used for risk adjustments for several of the new Section GG measures, those four new outcome measures that also start this October. So when we start talking about the GG0100 prior functioning and GG0110 prior device use, these items are going to be used as a covariate or a risk adjustment for those new GG outcome measures. So starting this October, we will have GG0100 prior functioning with everyday activities and GG0110 prior device use. Both of these items are only coded at the start of the SNF PPS day on the five-day assessment. The prior functioning with everyday activities has its own coding scale, and we're going to code these items on if the resin was independent, needs some help, dependent, the information is unknown, or the information is not applicable. And we're going to code on these everyday items based on how the resin's function was prior to the current illness, exacerbation, or injury. So the items we're going to be coding on is first self-care, which includes bathing, dressing, the use of the toilet, and eating. We're going to code on indoor mobility, which is ambulation from room to room with or without a device. We're going to code stairs, how the resident's everyday function was with internal or external stairs with or without a device. And the last everyday activity is functional cognition. This is planning of regular tasks, such as shopping or remembering to take medications. The REI user's manual gave us a lot of examples for this new item GG0100. And one of the examples I picked out for today's podcast is functional cognition. And this is an example for Mr. K who has mild dementia and recently sustained a fall resulting in complex multiple fractures requiring multiple surgeries. And Mr. K has now been admitted to the SNF for rehab. His caregivers report that when living at home, he needed reminders to take his medications on time, 
to manage his money and to plan tasks, especially when he was fatigued. Based on the caregiver information of that prior functioning, we would code GG0100D, that functional cognition item, as 2. The resident needed some help. And the rationale is that Mr. K required some help to recall, perform, and plan those regular daily activities as a result of functional cognitive impairment. The next new item is GG0110, and this item identifies any prior device use. And to gather this information, we are instructed to talk to the resident, to talk to his or her family, or review the medical record to determine if the resident used a device prior to the current illness or injury. And we're looking, and there's a check all that apply, and we're looking if the resident had a manual wheelchair, a motorized wheelchair and or scooter, a mechanical lift, and this item includes mechanical, sit to stand, stand assist, or full body style lifts. If the resident used a walker, which includes all types of walkers, or if the resident used an orthotic or prosthetic. As we move on to the next item, which is GG0130 self-care, we're going to talk about some of the REI updates, which are simply clarifications to the existing coding before we get into the rest of the new items added in GG. In GG self-care, the steps for assessment, there were some changes made to the text to really emphasize that the items are assessed during that three-day period and by qualified clinicians. And what was added to the REI is CMS anticipates that an interdisciplinary team of qualified clinicians is involved in assessing the resident during the three-day assessment period. CMS also added a box definition for qualified clinicians, stating that they'll practice within their scope of practice and be consistent with the federal, state, and local laws and regulations. As you look through section GG, you'll see that the words qualified clinicians have been added to many areas throughout different pages and the emphasis on making sure we have that qualified clinician that is able to complete the assessment. In regard to admission and discharge performance coding instructions, we also saw a lot of clarifications. And the first one is a, a really great one. Starting October 1st, we will be able to code discharge goals with the not attempted codes. Now, one thing I want to, to just have people keep in mind is that this does not change the SNFQRP uh, performance measure for the admission and discharge performance in the care plan that addresses function. This measure still requires that we have at least one goal, which means we could still have one goal and dash the rest of the goals, and that will not count against our SNFQRP 2% um, reduction. What, what's required is we have at least one goal, but CMS, by adding these not occurred options to be able to code it with the discharge goals has essentially said in their in a recent um, training that we should see a great reduction in the use of dashes when compi compiling the goal data because we're now able to use the appropriate 
not attempted codes. Now, if there's no information, we can still use the standard no information dash, but if a not attempted code is appropriate, we want to use that option for coding the goals. And that's again, effective October 1. Um, another small update with the not attempted codes is that to the 09 not applicable code, they added the words not attempted and to the previous definition. So now the definition reads, not attempted and the resident did not perform this activity prior to the current illness, exacerbation, or injury. There is a new reason for not attempted code, and that's code 10, not attempted due to environmental limitations. And the examples that they give in the, the small text is lack of equipment or weather constraints. So I'm gonna bring up uh, one of the new GG items that we haven't got to yet, but car transfer is one of the new GG mobility items. If your therapy gym does not have a, a car setup in their gym, or a family or resident is not able to provide a car to attempt the transfers if it is safe for them to attempt it, then we would need to say that we do not have that equipment. Again, we cannot be transferring a resident in and out of a personal car. It must be a therapeutic car or one that the family or resident provided. When we look at weather constraints, which is the other example, the weather constraints could be snow, ice, cold, heat, rain, um, you know, if you're, if you're recently admitted and you have three solid days of rain and you're not able to safely have that resident out there to attempt a car transfer, then that would be not attempted due to a weather constraint. CMS also offered some clarification for the assessment period and states that the admission function scores are to reflect the resident's admission baseline status and are to be based on an assessment. The score should reflect the resident status prior to any benefit from interventions. CMS also added some clarifications to the admission and discharge performance periods. In regards to residents with cognitive impairments and limitations, CMS states that these residents may need physical and or verbal assistance when completing the activity. And we are to code based on the resident's need for assistance to perform the activity safely. CMS also clarified that if we're using a device or the resident is using a device to complete a task and the resident is able to complete that a task independently, it's the, it can be with or without the device. If the resident uses adaptive equipment and uses the device independently to perform the activity, we would code that activity as 06 independent. When we talk about section GG, the term usual performance has been an ongoing question and a lot of requests for clarifications and CMS made additional attempts with these REI updates to help us better understand usual performance. And in regards to the term effort, CMS states that this refers to the type and amount of assistance the helper provides in order for the activity to be completed. CMS goes on to clarify and repeats again that we're not coding the resident's worst performance. 
we're not coding the best performance, but what's usual during that assessment period. A key coding tip that was added for this update is CMS states, code based on the resin's performance. Do not record the staff's assessment of the resin's potential capability to perform the activity. As we look at some of the other clarifications, CMS starts to get into some specific clarifications for different items. And now moving to GG0130A for eating, CMS strongly clarified how to code if a resident receives all of their nutrition through a, a tube feeding or total parental nutrition TPN. And CMS clarifies that if all nutrition is not by mouth, then we do not consider this as part of the eating. GG0130A only includes food and or liquids by mouth. CMS goes on to clarify that if the resident had a two feeding or TPN that's new onset, so they did not have this type of nutrition prior to coming in, uh, prior to that illness or injury, and they were eating by mouth prior, then we need to code their current eating as 88 not attempted due to a medical condition. But if the resident had the tube feeding or the TPN prior to this current illness or injury, then it falls under the not applicable because it does not apply. The resident did not eat by mouth and the resident did not perform this activity prior to admission. CMS added a coding tip to oral hygiene, GG0130B, and this coding tip is if a resident does not perform oral hygiene during therapy, determine the resident's ability based on performance on the nursing care unit. Essentially, this is reinforcing that coding tip that was uh, applied to all of the um, admission and discharge performance items where it said code based on the resident's performance. Do not record the staff's assessment of the resident's potential capability to perform the activity. So if we look at this specific uh, coding example for oral hygiene, essentially what that's telling us is if therapy is not actually watching and observing or assisting with oral hygiene, they cannot provide a, an assessment of how the resident can perform perform that based on what they think the resident is capable on from their assessment of the resident's range of motion or strength or other task performance. It must be based, the assessment must be based on the resident's ability to actually perform that task. A couple coding updates were also um, added to GG0130C, toileting hygiene. And the coding tips here are that when we're assessing toilet hygiene, this includes managing the undergarments, the clothing, and cotton products, and performing the perineal cleansing before or after avoiding or having a bowel movement. If the resident does not wear undergarments, we assess based on those remaining items. And another coding tip is that if a resident has an indwelling catheter for the entire assessment period, then staff members should base coding for this item on the resident's bowel movements. 
Okay, so we've talked about a lot of the clarifications on the existing items, and so now let's get into those new Section GG items. The first new item is GG0130E, shower or bathe self. This item includes washing, rinsing, and drying the face, upper body, lower body, perineal area, and feet. We do not include washing, rinsing, or drying the back or the hair. We also do not include the transfer in or out of the tub or shower. Now, another coding tip with shower or bathe self is that this assessment may take place in the shower and may take place in the bath or at the sink, depending on the type of bath the resident is receiving or performing themselves during that assessment window. GG0130F is upper body dressing. This includes all dressing, undress and dress above the waist and includes fasteners. GG0130G is lower body dressing which is dress and undress self below the waist, including fasteners. GG0130H is putting on and taking off footwear, which includes the ability to put on or take off socks and shoes and other footwear that is appropriate for safe mobility and includes fasteners. CMS added some clarifications already to these new self-care items. And the first one is that if a helper helps only with the buttons or fasteners, this is considered touching assist. CMS also clarified that elastic stockings and orthotics or prosthetics are included under dressing, and they gave several different examples of where these different devices would be included under dressing. So for example, they said abdominal binders, back braces, neck supports are all above the waist and would be coated as upper body dressing. Knee braces, a stump sock on a lower extremity or a lower limb prosthetic would be coated as lower body dressing. And then if you have ankle or foot orthotics, a walking boot or compression stocking, these are coated under footwear. One of the tips they said is think about if it's over the foot and then it's definitely considered footwear. There are a lot of other updates and tips that the REI included on these new items. There's specific examples for residents that have uh, that are bilateral amputees and how then that affects uh, footwear. And so take a look at those coding examples and all the other examples that are included in this new section. So let's now move to GG0170 where we have several items that are added under the mobility item. The first one, GG0170A, roll left and right, which is the resident's ability to roll from, a, from lying on their back to the left side and to the right side and to return lying on their back. GG0170G is car transfer. This is how the resident attempts to transfer in and out of a car or van on the passenger side. It does not include the ability to open or close a door or to fasten a seatbelt. Now there's one item that is going to be removed from section GG and that's GG0170H1, which was the gateway question that asked 
does the resident walk? This question is going to be retired as of September 30th of this year. And we're going to have a new question that's going to be used as kind of a gateway question, but it's um, it actually establishes a skip pattern. So GG0170I, walk 10 feet, is once the resident is standing, the ability to walk at least 10 feet in a room, corridor, or similar space. And it contains a skip pattern, which skips us all the way over to the steps if the resident is not able to walk 10 feet. So if they can't walk 10 feet, we will not uh, assess uh, walking 10 feet on uneven surfaces, the walking uh, 50 feet or the 150 feet. So the next new item is GG0170L, which is the walk 10 feet on uneven surfaces. And the description of this item is the ability to walk 10 feet on uneven or sloping surfaces indoors or out, such as turf or gravel. GG0170M is one step or a curb. This is the resident's ability to go up or down a curb and or up or down one step. And it can be attempted with or without a rail. If the resident is not able to perform the one step, then we do skip the other two step items, which is GG0170N, four steps, which can also be with or without a rail, and GG0170O, 12 steps, which again is with or without a rail. Now, when we talk about these steps, four steps and 12 steps, oftentimes a therapy gym will have a stair set up where they can practice doing steps up to four. If a therapy gym has 12 steps, I think that's a, a more of a rare occasion and just want to ensure that we're using proper equipment. So if we're going to a resident's home and they have 12 steps and it's safe for them to attempt with therapy those 12 steps, that may be a, a situation where the resident is attempting 12 steps. The last new item in section GG is GG0170P, picking up objects which is the ability to bend or stoop from a standing position to pick up a small object, such as a spoon from the floor. The, one of the coding instructions is to let the resident perform this activity as independently as possible as long as they are safe. And just want to really reinforce that we are only attempting to have a resident bend over and pick up an object from a standing position if we have properly and had a qualified uh, clinician assess the balance and ensure they are safe to attempt this task. Um, and as with the other new items, uh, CMS has provided uh, a lot of examples for these different items. And so please take the time to walk through these updates and really get a feel for how they apply to different scenarios. There are a couple coding tips for the walking activities that I do want to highlight before we wrap up today's session. The first is that walking activities do not need to occur in one session. Allowing a resident to rest between activities or completing activities at different times during the day or in different days may facilitate completion of the activities. When coding GG0170 walking items, do not consider the resident's mobility performance when using parallel bars. Parallel bars are not a portable assistive device. 
If safe, we need to assess and code walking using portable walking devices. There are so many more tips and examples in the REI related to these new Section GG items. Please be sure you take the time to review the manual and really look through these different um, scenarios on how to apply these coding instructions. I thank you for joining LTC NAC Chat today, and I hope you will join us again as we continue our review of the 2018 REI updates.